630 Chad This Morning Podcast with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. You know, learning from other people and learning from their mistakes, it is a thing whether you are, uh, you know, a doctor, a radio talk show host, you always want to pick the brain of other people who have come before you and, and what you can do better so you don't have to, you know, fall into the same pit holes as uh, as they did in the past. Yeah, getting a little advice just to help guide you through. I think it also helps to just see that somebody else who has made it through, and if not unscathed, at least successfully, they've made it to the other side and gotten to a, a position of success so they can now give back. Yeah. It's, it's important in all walks of life, I yeah. think. What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Oh, jeep. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, because there's so many that over the years, right? So yeah, you, uh, for me, it was always it was always uh, focus on the job and 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 not the extraneous stuff that goes with it. Just focus on doing a good job, and everything else should fall in its own place. And what does that mean? It means you research, you be mm-hmm. prepared, you do all of those things. So that for me is, is what I would would say. How about you? Oh, geez, I, I asked the hey, question. You started. Not yeah, you asked it. You've got to pay the <laughs> piper now. Answer. I think it's just uh, this is not brain surgery, Stacy. Just have fun and uh, uh, and and give people what they want to know. And, and so that you know that's job related, yeah. but uh, there's lots of different pieces of advice you've been given over the years. And and when you're put on the spot, maybe that one doesn't come to you. And sometimes it can be a little more specific <laughs> than that. Uh, but there's a, there's a business link uh, here in Alberta. It has a mentor program and. This is sort of like speed dating for entrepreneurs where where new startups or new entrepreneurs have an opportunity to pick the brains of the people who have been down this road before. So Paul Catterford is joining us today, Executive Director of Business Link, just to tell us all about this speed dating for entrepreneurs. Paul, thanks so much for taking time. Oh, you're welcome, Daryl. Uh, happy to be on your show and uh, share share the story. So tell us about this mentor program and how important it is. Yeah, so uh, first of all, maybe back up a little bit, tell you a little bit about Business Link. We're um, a government-funded, not-for-profit organization supporting small business owners and entrepreneurs across the province of Alberta, uh, funded by the government of Alberta, government of Canada. Um, And so our client base is kind of more grassroots type of uh, small business owners and entrepreneurs, you know, people that are running a tea shop or a welding shop or something like that, and and they're looking for some advice. Um, uh, So our mentor program is a little different from from other mentor programs in that um, our clients are talking to people that have kind of you know, been on the journey maybe two, three, four, five years ahead of uh, those people that are looking to start a business or or, uh, or that maybe they've been in business for less than a year. So what we do is it's just a pilot project. We've uh, we've got uh, over 5,000 clients a year approaching us and what we've done is um, we've, we've made, set up an application process and we've uh, mined our database of entrepreneurs we've worked with over the years and, and uh, brought in some new applicants and what we're doing is we're matching up these mentors um, who you know, they file an application and, and uh, you know we train them on on how to interact with these uh, small business owners and then we've been taking applications from the mentees and what we've done is uh, we've matched them up so it's a pilot project we've got 25 going on this month and 25 next month and 25 the month after and and uh, like all good pilot projects, what we're trying to do is, um, you know, learn from the experience, making sure that we're meeting the expectations of those mentees, and and making sure that we're preparing the mentors properly. Well, and that that's an important part too, because mentors maybe are not. Uh, sometimes uh, when you, when you can do, it's not easy to teach. So how do you how do you figure out who's really ripe for this kind of thing, who will be truly helpful, or be able to give some good advice? They may be successful in their old world. Sometimes it's hard to pass that on or explain how you get there. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. It's um, and then also you know, the the trick is to try to be non-judgmental when you're interacting with these uh, you know mentees and, and prospective small business owners. What you want to do is give them some thoughtful advice and, and maybe just uh, some you know, experience share a little bit and tell them you know, some mistakes you've made in the past and, and maybe how to avoid those mistakes in the future. So do they set up, you know, coffees or lunches? How does this get done, this uh, mentorship? Yeah, so it's it's a two-step, uh, two-step process, Stacey. What we do first off is we um, we do a thirty minute introduction uh, um, discussion, and, and it's a little bit structured. You know, tell us a little bit about your business, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about your experience, that type of thing. I think uh, any good mentor mentee relationships based on you know good relationships and trust uh, and so forth. So, first step is a thirty minute interaction, and then it's followed up by a ninety minute interaction where it's a little bit more structured discussion, talking about the business and, and other things. And the whole the whole the whole plan is, and like I said, it's a pilot, so we might not get this right the first time um the first 30 minutes is if you don't like the person then we'll see if we can match up with another person uh so the, you have have you done one yet or i know you said it's a pilot it's just getting rolling have, have we had one yep. of these interactions already or is there more to come oh, where are we at yeah, yeah, we just started. Uh, we have our first cohort of 25 that started up in February, and and uh, the first interaction is virtual, um, uh, and and the second interaction is virtual as well. Um, then after that, um, if the mentor mentee want to continue the relationship, then you know they can meet in a coffee shop or meet at the person's business or something like that. But um, uh, yeah, the whole point is to try to make it convenient. I mean, these are these are busy people. I mean, running their businesses sometimes 12, 14 hours a day. So we're trying to make it convenient for both parties. I have a friend who's an entrepreneur and she uh, hangs out with other entrepreneurs. And sometimes it's not all about business. Sometimes it's personal stuff as well that you have to navigate. Like how, you know, I'm working long hours and I've got a family at home that's not very happy with me. And it's, it's sometimes it's a, it's full circle, isn't it? It's, it's encompassing a lot of aspects of, of people's lives. Well, I think you're spot on there, Tracy. I'm sorry, Stacy. It's it really is a um, being an entrepreneur, small business owner. Sometimes you you uh, a lot of HR related issues with employees, suppliers, vendors, and sometimes you can't really confide in family members or you know maybe investors in your company. You want to talk to an independent third party and get some you know, good advice. So I think. Um, you know, it's like I say, it's a lonely, it's a lonely job sometimes in, in many ways. And, and being able to talk to somebody that, um, you know, isn't already involved with your business is, is sometimes very helpful. Uh, like you said, the business people are, are super busy trying to trying to, to get something up and off the ground or to keep it rolling. So what's in it for the mentors? Is it purely that altruism, that, that, that idea of giving back? Well, you know, I, I've mentored people throughout my career, and it's not only do you get back, but sometimes you learn a little little something about yourself or about your own business or, or about the prospective uh, new business owner. You know, they've always got some good ideas, and sometimes you sit there, scratch your head, and say, geez, I hadn't thought of that before. Maybe I could use that in my business. So uh, in many ways, you know, these mentors and mentees, small business owners, right, just like interacting with other people of, of the same mind and spirit. And what's the most common question or the most common discussion point in these sessions? Um, a lot of it is, 
you know, wh- what am I doing this for? What are the expectations? Can I support a family with this with this type of company? Um, there's just a you know, it's a, it's a great unknown, right? I mean, if you've been employed by somebody else for a number of years and then you decide to kind of jump off that cliff and 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 start your own business, it's pretty scary. So I think a lot of people are just concerned about you know, what can I expect? Um, you know, how much cash savings should I have before I get to, you know, kind of cash flow positive again? You know, it's just all those types of all those types of questions. Did you have a mentor at, at any point as you were going through somebody that, that helped you out? When, I'm not sure if you had your own business in the past or, or what your background yeah. is, but did you have a mentor? Oh, of course. I've had mentors all throughout my career. Um, uh, I mean, when I, when I was a young kid, it was other family members and, and so forth. And when I got into business, um, yeah, I started off in, on, on Bay Street uh, in, in venture capital, private equity. And I had people that were always kind of five to seven years ahead of me giving me advice, career advice. Um, I can't imagine you know getting to this place where I have in my career without uh, the support and help of mentors. Daryl and I kind of stumbled through um, the question, what was the best piece of advice you've ever gotten? Do you have something off offhand you can uh, relay? Uh, for me, it's always been just, you know, try your best. Um, that's all you can really do. Um, you know, be genuine, be authentic, and um, just be honest and, 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 and trustworthy. And, and so it's kind of be yourself is really what it all comes down to. But uh, all you can ever do is, is, is try, try your best. Good stuff. Appreciate it. And if people want to get involved in this, what do they do? How do they uh, how do they sign up? Or is it too late? Or what's the deal? No, no. We've got uh, three cohorts going on for the next uh, three months. Just visit our website, uh, businesslink.ca. It, it outlines this program, but it also outlines a whole bunch of other programs that we've been running for a number of years. So we've got uh, we've got uh, peer printer programs. We've got uh, webinars. We've got um, uh, strategists that people uh, we uh, match them up with, and they'll help the entrepreneur, small business owner start their journey. Thanks for joining us, Paul. Well, thank you, Stacey. Have a great day. You too. Paul Cataford is the executive director of Business Link. And Daryl... Oh, don't say it. I know you... (laughs) Well, no, I I should just embrace it. What? You should embrace it because... Part of the reason I moved from one TV station to go to the TV station you were at mm-hmm. was because of you. And then I ignored you and didn't help you at all. No, you did, because I nailed <laughs> you down. I I am insistent on what I want. And I said, can you please come and look at my TV anchoring and s- give me some suggestions? And that was really important to yeah, me. Yeah, and so now I, you're in radio, so I don't know how well that... <laughs> well, we're in it together now. Yeah, so, at least we're together. That, that's fun. Why, do, why, don't, why does it make you feel uncomfortable? I don't know. I like to deflect. It's just what I do. Well, we can get into the psychological trauma of childhood to, get to figure that out. <laughs> After the break, right here on This Morning. Got this on the text line from Tyler. says, uh, in terms of work advice, don't do your job. But the best advice I've heard, don't do your job? I don't know. The best advice uh, I've heard it comes from Brian Hall. Never run to a microphone and never curse in front of a microphone. Two pieces of really great advice. I've run to the microphone Many times, and the whole idea is, <laughs> and you can't. And as, as as much as you're trying to control your breath, it it just gets worse. Well, and I think that that actually could be related to any number of things because if if you, you finally get to a certain point, but you're so out of sorts that you can't then do the job when you get there. That could be the case of panicking in certain instances, mm-hmm. whether it's any kind of a business, that once you get there, now you've already blown all, all the energy and all the ability you have on panic, you're not able to do the job. So you've sometimes just got to be calm, walk up, get her done. That extra second and a half or two is not going to not gonna be a, a big help. And never curse in front of a microphone. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs>
It's probably a, a, a good, uh, good have piece you, of advice you if you want to keep that your job. Every single day of your life? Uh, I've I never been s- caught. I've never been caught. Yeah. I will admit I. to dropping a few four letter friend getters near a mic, but not a live one. Okay. <laughs> wood, wood. <laughs> Your career in front of the microphone isn't over yet, my friend. So uh, let's uh, let's keep it up. As I as my other my other bit of advice to people is, you can do anything once, <laughs> at least once. Yeah. Um. I guess my advice also is, don't say no. Like I don't I don't feel like doing that. I don't want to do that. I don't do this. No. I I I never say no. Really? Ever? Or do you try not ever? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I try not to say no. If there's somebody's like, uh, "Can you do this?" Yeah, I probably can. Yep, I can do it, that. It, it and even on if, what it's, it is. if it's um, even if it's something that I'm not used to doing, or maybe th- that was the job I held, I don't know, 25 years ago. Yeah, I'll write that up for you. No problem. I try to. I try to be a, a team player, and I don't want to ever shut any doors. Yeah, and it's also about embracing opportunity. So for yep. for so many, as many of, many of my coworkers will know, my default position is nah, nah. You want to go and do this? No. Nah. So you know there have been times, and I was trying to embrace it more now, where I just try to say yes, but let me think about how this is going to work. Because mm-hmm. if you just say yes to everything, you're going to put yourself in a bad position at some point. But if you go into it with the default being yes. Uh, the opportunities and the new experiences and all the fun stuff that can open up is, is just so much. My wife still talks about my year of yes, where I just said yes to everything. Hey, let's go for a walk. Yes, we're going for a walk. And I enjoyed it and came back. Buy me a diamond ring. Yes. Well, yes, I will if you really think you want it. And let's go and explore all the amounts of cost, money that's going to be in. Is that worth it in comparison to the other things you might I like? I love that. But other than that, absolutely. If that's what you want, we can do that. Perfect. Yeah. All right. She would not do that. <laughs> and I would know that going in, that that's not something she's going to drop her cash on. So this year of yes is over? Uh, no, it's it's in it's in a, in a state of flux. It's a year of maybe. It's a year of perhaps. Because Morley and I would like a tea and coffee. So we're just saying, just putting that out there. Well, yes, I think you should get one. Yes. <laughs> you can go get one. I was just going to say, I accidentally got one of the flavored coffee pods out of the uh, the, the the kitchen here. Yes, I think I'll change that. So if anybody wants a flavored <laughs> coffee so don't waste it, help yourselves. <laughs> yeah. I hate when I uh, do that.